my younger self 10 years ago would be that um, you don't have all the answers, don't stress out. Some of your day ones have been hating since day one and getting rid of toxic people is probably the best anti-aging thing you could do in your life because a terrible crowd will age you like cigarettes. Say no more than you say yes. Um, you'll be a lot less stressed. Like saying no is the best anti-aging advice. Create boundaries. Don't tell everyone everything. It's okay to like have a little mystery about yourself. All of these things will go into um, having a lot more um, mind-body-soul synergy and, and uh, helping you maintain your, your, your peace, your grace, and your joy. All of which affects how the hell you look. We actually just had a whole episode damn <laughs> before we even started to record how you how you doing queen i'm good you know it's a gloomy sunday it always rains whenever i come over here for real yeah i think it, like rain one, like, it, it, it rained last half didn't it drizzle or something i'm not sure i think it <laughs> i think <laughs> it did with me and death how's everything everything is everything Hey, what it's gonna be for now till it change. <laughs> so I found out today that we are having a girl. Congratulations. Yes, I'm excited. Woo! Yeah. I, I knew great. I wanted a girl from the jump. <laughs> Pushed out a girl. Nah, you know, I preferred a girl. Because I already have a son, right? So I preferred a girl, but I actually wanted a girl the first time when it my son was first born, but you know, you know how people be like, you know, I just want a healthy baby. Like mm -hmm. I do, not to say that I don't, I do. You know, mm -hmm. you know, I want to put that out there. I do want a healthy child, but I, I do prefer a girl though. Why? Outside of just having a son already, and you previously wanted one. Uh, I don't know. I really, I can't even. I just. I don't know, I always wanted to, I just see how girls are with their fathers and mm -hmm. the, the you know, the way they nurture their fathers and mm -hmm. the way they... Protect them. Yeah, just tend to them in a different way than the son. Like, you know, also, because I asked my son to fix me a peanut butter jelly sandwich <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago. He just looked at me like, fuck out of here. Like, right. not fix yeah. And didn't do it. Yeah. I can see that. And I got mad, too, like... Don't ask me for shit else. <laughs> and then I have to think like, damn, don't say that. That's yeah. Little girls will take care. That's what I said. So I said, I can't wait till I get big girl. I'll I ask her to be my me. little nurse sometimes when she's yeah, when I'm sick. She, you want me to make some noodles? Yeah. No, baby. And all the all the all my homies that have girls, they all, they said the same thing. Like, man, bro, you they just so they you know, steal your they heart. Different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They yeah. That's I I heard that I hear that a lot too. So I still get shit out of my dick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making him feel bad. <laughs> Not on purpose, but I'm like, you know, I'll do the the voice, or I do like the the whine, and he's like, okay, well, daddy gonna get it for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, daddy. Man. So, I see it. it is. Say it's it's like a understanding of this person. Um, like your father is that person that, and I was supposed to be the first person to tell you I love you, and a man kind of thing. Even even if he's not the most perfect father, you know the fact that. If he's in your life, you yeah. know, it's to be valued. Because you only get one. You know, you only get one father, one mother. And no matter how imperfect they are, you would not be here if it wasn't for them. So, 
we're knowing you're going to be in your daughter's life. Yeah. You know, we know that. So she's going to definitely look up to you. She gonna, oh, she's going to be in your pockets. I'm telling you that now. Because little girl stuff is, is, is not as, doesn't cost as much as little boy shit sometimes. Yeah. But it's so much variety that it just adds up to it. So, oh, she's going to be all in your pockets. It's just, I'm not ready for the car seat shit and get like that. I'm not ready for that whole <laughs> really transition again. No, I don't look forward to it. <laughs> like, there's nothing like, like when you talked about it, it was like, like last week, mm-hmm. you was like, ah, uh, you know, I like, I like babies. I like getting up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't look forward to that shit. <laughs> well, y'all can call me if y'all need a break. I would be <laughs> UCA with babysitter for sure. So y'all be able to. Oh yeah, we gonna keep that in mind. Don't for that, real. Now when they get, now when the baby I get here, don't be like. I'm, I'm telling you, it is in my heart. I'm right in Orlando. hand up, right hand up. <laughs> that I promise, if you ever need a babysitter, y'all just like my hair falling out, her hair falling out. We just need a break. I ain't got no hair. Beard, spotty beard, clumps. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That that's one thing that I just like. I said I'm not car seats and strollers and shit again. But it's easier now. It ain't the same shit yet. They got a three and one? I haven't been. We was in Walmart. No, we was in Target. Target. That shit is expensive. Yeah, Target is bougie. I Get said, up. what the f-? It was like $200 for a stroll. I say, man. You can't, well, you got to get a good show. You can't put them in a little umbrella show when they that little. Yeah, right to Dollar Tree. <laughs> right. You can't put the head slipping over. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that. We'll go right to Dollar Tree and uh, rack up. Hell to the no. Spend about $200 on all baby shit. Now, your baby got a spinal <laughs> issue because you don't put the baby in an umbrella stroller for the first three months. Must it work? No, so I don't. But yeah. Was, it's been Jaden to be eleven this year, so talking <laughs> talking nine years ago that I was, you know, just strollers, car seats, bottles, bottles, Diapers. bottle warmers, Pampers, wipes. But it's the easy part. When they don't you remember what the baby part was always the easy part. That's when they stayed where you put them. It just wanted the little basic. This is the most best best part. Yeah. Till they start like two and three, start touching your shit. Like this, this is gonna be the moment. Like you ain't finna go nowhere that close no time. Like the first three, four months, it's pretty much gonna be in the house all the time. Yeah. So you get to just think about like, okay, this what I got something to do and I can go in the house now, as opposed to not. you can still watch Netflix, all that shit. The baby just they don't. That's do what shit. I want. I want one of those things <laughs> that go over with the. The baby here, like he be fucked up, like he be lumped up. I want oh, one of those. I want one of those. <laughs> you act like you can pick them out. I'm gonna get one, <laughs> custom made too. I have okay. food for thought on that motherfucker. Oh my god! I told I told him we gonna have food for thought gear for the baby for the baby going out the hospital. Oh my, that'll be cute. Food for thought pacify all that shit. You got a fat <laughs> with a little mustache on it, <laughs> a little beard. On the must, they have those for real. Yeah, they got the little uh, pacifier, little mustache on. They so cute. That I don't. Nah, I don't yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't want to send no mixed signals early on. <laughs> oh please! Oh man! Oh my! Oh man! She already gonna be learning about that when in, in school. So yeah, it's okay. 
But I'm excited overall. I am. Got my girl. Got what, my boy. What's her due date? January 29th. Oh. I'm trying to think about what what was the weather like? Is this one of them polar vortex days? Could be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Could be. I wasn't even cowhead ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, nah, it couldn't be because that would have been around like January, February. So we talking about like I know it get real cold April, in like May. February. No, no, the polar the the vortex babies is doing like October. They do around that time. Vortex babies. When it was like negative twenty. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Dumb babies. When when nobody going nowhere, you know what they was doing in the house. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think we, uh, nah. April. Yeah, it's about late April. Yeah. Early May. Around April. So it just, weather just broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I ain't even get a chance to have my hot boy summer before I... It was overrated. You were missing out much. I just wanted to... Man purses. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's all it was. was about man purses. Okay. Yeah, t- <laughs> Did I miss something? I told my girl, I say... I say I was on Snapchat last night. I say I seen so many, so many. It was so many girls on Snapchat last night, half naked twerk. I say I, we was we was in a, she was about to do the ultrasound. She said, "What what went on?" I say nothing. I was just <laughs> just telling you what was going on through my feed yesterday. <laughs> Man, but no, I'm definitely um, I'm excited. I really am. Yeah, you ain't miss out on nothing. No, no, I'm just, I'm just talking. I talk shit all the time. Stuff, man. Let me still get you one if you want. What? A man person. One go the, the fanny pack for men. I call it. No, I don't. I don't. Waist, they wrap around the shoulder area. What's that? I mean, what is what's? What is you it? never seen them? No. It's I think like, I have. It's like a fanny pack, right? But for men, but, yeah. But it's over the shoulder. Just for men, I right? I think I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. That's the only thing the high boys had this summer. You didn't miss out much. They didn't have anything else from what I saw. Was that a hot boy item? Like that's you could spot a hot oh, boy yes. with that. Oh yes, oh yes, from boy. a block away, and usually has some a uh, hundred dollar bill on top of a bunch of ones. Usually, that's how they act. No, nah, I've seen some, but I'm not. I'm not into that though. So right, so you didn't miss out on anything. If I was all. a hot boy, I wouldn't want to be spotted. Yes, you would. I would that's why they hot. Be lo- you can't, you got, what, you want to be a cold boy? What? I'm just saying, I'd be under the radar. Nah. Hypothetically speaking, I got to. I'm just saying, <laughs> right. I'll be under the radar. <laughs> right. <laughs> be under Watch the out there now, that boy. <laughs> Watch out there now. Uh, I'll be under the radar. You know what? Yes and no, because all you have to do is make a post. Most high boys at least make a least, yeah, a post on Instagram, at least one post per month. What what, what would the post be? What you just standing somewhere with some dope ass caption. That's hot boy summer. That, some type of quote. I could do that right now. But it's summer over. Hot boy winner. <laughs> Can't be hot in the winter, bro. <laughs> okay. Nope. No such thing. I thought hot was another term for like manish and shit like that. You know, when you was growing up, you'd be like, sit your little hot ass down. Yeah, but then I also think like hot boys, like juvenile, them hot boys, like money, 
man bags. So it's a lot that women. comes with the Yeah, it's, the a, high it's an image. It's, it's an a, image. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a li- You got to commit to the lifestyle. Gotcha. Like hot girls had to commit to that lifestyle. Yeah. It was whatever the city girl said and whatever Megan Thee Stallion said is what they had to do pretty much. So like no boyfriends, um, just get money, living your best life, twerking, you know, basically. Yeah. I could be wrong, but then also being able to do whatever you want to do without feeling like you need approval or like right. it's a lifestyle, it's an image, how you carry yourself. I'm guessing, but they don't. A lot of both sides have took L's. I'm just put it quite frankly. Okay, what's the what's the significant L? Like, what's the the latest L that either one either party has took? Well, the biggest L that the hot girls took was when my young Miami got pregnant. And she was like the leader, you know. So when your leader can't literally do hot girl activities with you, yeah. she can't go out and get drunk and twerk. I mean, she could go out and twerk, but she can't do the the uh, what's the thing where they pull like liquor into your mouth? What's that? Riding a boat? No, they, they they call it riding a boat or some shit like that, right? I you know what I've been hearing hearing people say, drive the boat, ride right. the boat. But I didn't know it had anything to do with liquor. See, I'm telling you, I'm not about this. I've been an observer. I could be completely wrong in everything that I'm saying. So your days is over with, what you're saying. My days have been over with. I'm like 45 in my head. mentally. I don't look 45, but like in my head where I'm at, I'm trying to like figure out how to have money and wealth for everybody just coming after me. Like I'm not gotcha. really thinking about that. My club, I had a fake ID when I was like 16. I was getting places I was not supposed to be getting into. But, and I really didn't look like the ID picture, I think, <laughs> at the time. But it worked. It was real. It said I was of age. You just, just put a lot of niggas' jobs in jeopardy back then. Them clubs ain't even open no more. <laughs> what, like, uh, what's the notorious club that everybody went to every weekend all the time? The one that was right off Dixie Highway. Oh, wait. I'm having a brain fart. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember. See, but Let's I didn't really go to, like, suburban clubs like that. Okay. I went to like Hearts. I like boutique, the Green Dolphin. Hearts was in another. Yeah. Notorious. I I was plugged in Hearts. I had this with my homie. Shout out to Joseph. Joseph was the plug at Hearts. Blue Dolphin. That's a strip club. It was Green Dolphin. Green Dolphin. No, it's not a strip club. I've been to Red Diamonds. I've never been to Red Diamonds. It's it's so it's it's okay, I guess. I've been to a strip club twice and I didn't really get. And I, matter of fact, Red Diamonds. I've been twice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's okay. I'm not a big stripper. I've been to a few strip clubs, but I really just go there for the acrobat. Like I like to see the tricks on the pole. So you like to see what you can potentially do one day. No, I, well, my slow. <laughs> Overweight ass ain't doing shit on no pole, okay? I get out of breath too quick. I get out of breath trying to tie my shoe nowadays. Uh, oh, I got the, this is not right. I got to slow down on the butter. But, um, yeah, I like seeing people, like, I think it's incredibly talented because it takes a lot of t- core strength. I don't, I don't have an upper body. Yeah. So I don't have upper strength. But I went a couple times, but. I heard they had good food, but I think that's just in the South. So you think that comes with portion for just repetition? I think if you do it enough times, you get used to it. If you what well, is that building your core strength, repetition, exercise? Is that not what that is? I'm saying as far as like 
you just going to build your strength outside of the club rather than you just practicing that move every day at work or for work, you know? No, I'm good. What's me? I'm saying, like, say for instance, you, you're a stripper and you're just mm-hmm. practicing that all the time. You don't have to have the the core strength or, you know, you can have a gut or whatever to do it. I feel like that activity, as much strength as it requires to be yeah. good at it, over time, you're naturally going to build that strength up. Like, it's like with dance. Like, you could be overweight and do dance moves, but, like, your, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just over time, it builds up and you get used to it. So now it's like muscle memory. Mm-hmm. So, but then you have to build the strength up to actually perform it. Because I could try, like, I could try to do a headstand, but I'm weak. So I'm going to fall. Yes. But as more and more as I try to build it up, I ha- that's me, my body getting used to it. I'm building that strength. Right. Okay. Because I'm telling you, I didn't used to get out of breath time my shoes, but now I do. So over time, I went the opposite way versus moving forward. That's how I look at it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, still, though, I, I don't, a lot of people get a lot of enjoyment out of strip, strippers. I think they get a kick out of flashing money and wanting to be desired. Mm, I never even looked at it like that. Speak on that. Because the man that throws the money out there, he gets the respect of the strippers because now they want to be around him. And men want to be around men who bring other women around, whether through money, through their looks, through whatever they can provide. That's what I've seen. That's why dudes be calling, hey, where the hoes at? Like, because they want to be around that guy that can bring the other women around. So, usually a man with a lot of money in that environment, which is all about economics, he's in that environment. He can bring the women. He can now bring the appeal, the status. It's, it's just all about, it's oh, all more okay. about an image. Same thing how people buy bottles in the club. What makes sense to buying this $500 bottle in a club that's like $100 on the street? It's all about the the... The show they put on, they put on a f- basically like validating your ego. Exactly, it's a it's an ego. It's stretching your ego out. Yeah, you know, trying to get that fulfillment of oh, I'm the man, or yeah, respect me, like yeah, right. I can put you in. Like that's that's all it is. That's all I've ever seen it in. Okay, for me, for what I've seen, anytime like I said, somebody buys a bottle at the club or if they a man gets a really exotic car, he could really like cars, but he doesn't keep it in the garage. He's gonna drive it, fill it, and of course, probably want to be seen and have people like, you know, I have nice cars. You have people that have great things and nobody knows about it. Yeah. Nobody knows about it. You have to literally dig in and find out information about what they've done, what they have. You have other people who choose to flaunt it. Like, you know, they even say with the paparazzi, like sometimes celebrities call them to those places or they go places where they know that they'll frequent at to be seen. Because right. there's plenty, it's no fucking way how Beyonce and Jay-Z stay under the radar all the fucking time. As mm-hmm. big as they are. That's a choice. It's a choice. So those same men that are throwing bands at the club and on dancing on couches, that's an image appeal. <laughs> that's an image appeal. No, nah, I get it. it. Yeah, you're right. I never even thought of, I, of course, I probably, yeah, I never even thought about it like that. I just thought that, you know, mm-hmm. people like that, that flashiness of it. That 
know, it's, it's way more subtle. Yeah. I remember one tax season, my desire was to, <laughs> this is younger me, I wanted to take some money, buy a bottle at the club. That was on, like, my bucket list. It's not on there anymore. I scratched it out. But that was You like, said your, your bucket list was to. This is younger me. My, okay. One of my bucket list activities was to buy a bottle at the club and them come out with the, you know, the little The fire, the thing. The I always wanted and, that. Yeah, I wanted, but why? I wanted to do it at Dre's, though. I right, don't know I want, why. At this time, I want to do, do it at Bevy. This one, Bevy was like. Big as fuck. Yeah, like, I just seen it all the time. Like, exactly. And you like, IG. yeah, I want to do that. Like, yeah. I want them to, but why? Why do you want to do that? Why do you want to spend $300 on a table and another maybe 200 on a bottle? For what? First of all, I don't even have that many friends to be um, <laughs> spending like <laughs> I was getting no table. Exactly. And a lot of my friends, they, they women, they not going, it's just not going. In that environment, it ain't going. But I get it. I get it from the male's perspective, though, of why we would like, you know, like the you women know, that would do attention. it too for the same thing. You want attention. You want you want maybe the guys to know I got my own bag, whether you really got it or not. You want the women to know I got my own bag, whether you really got but it. But does or not. that that particular what we what we're what we're thriving for as far as in the club? That doesn't mean we have money, though. No, but. <laughs> it's about looking like you have money. Right. It's it's all about looking like it's an image. It like you don't have to have like I could wear glasses. People may think that I'm smart. Doesn't mean I'm smart, but glasses give you that notion that this person could be intelligent. People are like, you look so much different with glasses. How the fuck do I look that damn different? <laughs> look smarter. With you look them. smarter. Yeah. You know, it's all about uh, perception. You have stereotypes that give a perception that people share that creates a reality and that reality seems to be some type of living truth that people want to relive. That's all. So with that being said, that's why I want to, I wanted that. I want to get a taste. Like I, I definitely don't got it. I'm yeah. the furthest from having it. Exactly. I'm, if, if having it was right there, I'm in the other room. So I'm not nowhere. That's close. what they say. The, the loudest nigga in the room is usually the brokest, you know, yeah. like that's just truth to the matter. I don't, I've never felt the need to flash. First of all, because I never had it. I never had that financial room to flash. Anyway, yeah. but I I can't. I think once I get older and and get in that you know that 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 bracket, I'll be. I won't. I'll still be me. I never. You know, I've never been. When we talk about just on this topic, talking about you know filling the void and boosting mm-hmm. the ego about material things and, you know, things that make us feel, you know, basically validate our ego. Mm-hmm. I've never been the type that to, I need something to make me feel like something else or mm-hmm. make me feel like superior. You know, I've never needed nothing because I've always taught that you don't need anything for you to feel like that. Mm-hmm. And that's how I teach my son. And, you know, it's going to teach my daughter that. Because where does that lead us, though? We'll be searching for that shit our whole life. Thinking, like, and you, there are people like, that are searching for that shit their whole life. Car, too. I can get that new Tesla. Tesla and this That gonna, Bentley truck. Yeah. Uh, you know, stuff like that. But it's it's about uh, us. It's really about, that's why I 
certain clothes are super expensive and some are dirt cheap. There's quality that you, of course, you'll pay for, but quality is a personal preference. Yeah. You know, you, you like how that feels. Anything that holds a lot of value is a lot of the time it's based on how much that person values. Because mm-hmm. if if I value my iPhone, but you want you have an Android, so you have a Galaxy, you value your phone over my okay, we'll have different of opinions. All based on what you, what you value. You don't value those flashiness that acting like I got it. But then you still have the other people who do place a lot of value on that, and them niggas take pictures with each other's money. Like whoever the big boss is, they take pictures with his stacks, and they literally sharing it. Like. It's, it's just like that. So that's how they are. It's just kind of placed on whatever you place value on. It's what's going to determine how far you go after it, how far you go to get it, how far you make it just to look like you get it till you can get it or you know you want it, whatever it is. So those people who are in the club and throwing $100,000 in club, like how many times have we heard about different rappers going, oh, this person threw 40000 this person threw 50000 like, and in my head, I'm thinking, what do I do? Forty thousand dollars, <laughs> and y'all just throwing it away at strippers. Like I definitely, for one point, thought maybe I'm in the wrong profession, but it's not for me. It's just not. Yeah, it wouldn't be for me because on my perception, how I looked at, or how my morals, or how I feel about myself, and how I think about things, how I would want to be perceived, holds a certain weight that other people might not carry. Right. Don't look at it like this. So I don't have a problem with strippers. I think they're very talented individuals, especially the ones that can do poetry. You ladies are extremely talented and work hard, extremely hard. Because some days, you know, you got to build your name up. And just like if you were a rapper, you have to build your name up to get your credibility for people to want to pay you to, to do a show or to do an appearance. The same thing goes for strippers. So nothing to take away from the credibility by me saying that I couldn't do it. Right. It's more so about the fact that whereas they actually fuel a lot of the common, you know, you can say hip hop what we have because songs are about strippers. Yeah. Songs about getting people to dance as if they were strippers. When they regular ass people, people go to throw parties at strip clubs. They have strippers that are now famous. Yeah. So that's really kind of where we're kind of at with it, where it's like that lifestyle, which used to be like dirty. Cause remember when Players Play Players Club came out, like that kind of skyrocketed a little bit. Before <laughs> yeah. that, wasn't nobody really like strippers like that dirty thing that happened at bachelor's parties on the low, and nobody really wanted to talk about. Yeah. Now it's like a main feature at, at a major city. Like, oh, you gotta go to this place. What's right. that? It's a strip club. You know. Also, too, I feel as if just going back to the validate not you know the ego and the perception that we want to that we that we you know want to get out there when we're in the clubs you know what i just thought about it i think it stems from our childhood though like even like when you go to school we we growing up going to school you had to have the latest j's you Mm -hmm. had to have the latest whatever it was whatever Whatever, Whatever it was, it was. At the, yeah, yeah, at that yeah. moment for you to be popular, for you mm-hmm. to fit in, for you to be feel it, you know, be part of some type of social mm-hmm. group, you know, at school. So, be popular. Yeah. yeah. So I do, I, you know what, because I said I was always taught that, but I, I have been in that position where, because I, I, I said this before my podcast, before my, 
one of my homies, Darren, that, like, he had, like, the latest Jordan T-shirts from, like, Champs and shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. But I seen the attention he got from having it. Mm-hmm. He had it. So it's like, right. you know what? Bro, can I can I wear that? Because <laughs> I see right. it's bringing you a lot of attention. Exactly. The girls like, oh, I like your shirt. You know, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, okay. Let me get that shirt then. Mm-hmm. Until, but it takes our parents to say, you know, it takes our loved ones to be like, you know what, you don't need that in order for you to feel it's like somebody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely got that later on, like in high school. Because I never, you know, high school, and it's like, it's 10 times more in high school. Oh, exactly. It's, it's like once you hit sixth grade, it's just boom. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. After eighth grade, <laughs> freshman year, you nigga, yeah. if you don't have ones, and then the shoe thing is definitely like, that's the first thing people. Boy, you see what the fuck you got on? <laughs> exactly. But they, 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 we've been taught that though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's it's, the perception. If you don't have that shit, then you either poor, your mama crackhead, nobody loves you. Love yeah. You. Like all these other stereotypes come out just because you don't have that one particular thing, which yeah. is crazy because you could have. A bunch of other shit that's really high quality or really great or, you know, maybe your family's really close together and this exactly. person's family isn't. Like, exactly. it's all, but we place value on the things that we find to be important. That's why some people value money. Some people don't. Because yeah. they put that weight on it. But, like, well, I need money because if I don't have money, then I can't do this and I can't do that. And you have some people that are homeless that are, they're kind of okay. They're like, I chose This to, spirit is. Yeah. Incredible, mm-hmm. off the charts. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn. How does a homeless person that has nothing, nothing to give, nothing to offer, nothing to live on, have this such a, a their spirit is is. I hope it's so hopeful. It is. You be like, damn, and then you see everybody that has it. You be like. Complaining, complaining the shit yeah. about stuff. Like some of the stuff that I've complained about, I've literally felt terrible about complaining about it. Like you know, because it, it it could be it could be so much worse. It could be so much worse yeah. than what you're perceiving it as. And that's why I always say I feel like you know God has a, a funny way of humbling us in mm-hmm. the most weirdest shape, form, fashion that you're not paying attention to. And I've learned that. You really have to appreciate what you have because, yeah, it could be better, but it could be worse. So you have to either adjust and do what you can do with what you have to make it greater so that you're satisfied. Otherwise, that you'll always be unhappy. It's beauty in the struggle. Go ahead, J. Cole. Like J. Cole hey, said, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I listen <laughs> to that song that's every said, day. Like, that's yours. one of my exactly. favorite songs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't. I literally sometimes when I do get beyond myself, like I will listen to that song because there's yeah. so many truths about it. And then, like to just look at, like you know, you were in this fucked up situation. You're not in that situation anymore. Exactly. So you you got to kind of appreciate where you at right now because it will get better. But you know, I just have to figure out a way how to stay focused and push myself because I literally that's the only thing that's really holding any of us up back is that we're just getting. Our I feel own like way. there's no success without struggle though. Yeah, I'm actually kind of, <laughs> you know what's so funny? I thought to myself, literally, like, I'm like, this is going to make such a dope movie. Like, when I get the chance yeah. to tell my story and tell, like, what I've been through, I'm like, oh, 
can't. I can't leave this part out. Because this part is humbling me and showing me things about myself. And, you know, it's fucked up and it's terrible. And nobody probably saw this coming for me. But I'm really in the price, really in the process of being in a place where I've realized that this part of the story is going to make it that much interesting. Because you're yeah. going to have people like, oh, I could have never done that. Yeah. I would never would have been there. How did you do that? Well, hey, if I hadn't done it, I wouldn't be who I am right exactly. now. So I appreciate it so much. Even it's the the littlest thing where I never imagined doing. Okay, just just to be clear here, I'm not talking about prostitution, people. I just want to, because I've, I've shared this emotion. Who with was thinking before. about prostitution? Well, I've shared this emotion with somebody before, before sharing it with y'all. It's and, trauma. Yeah, so That's I want to make sure, because I don't want... Clear, people are like, what you mean? You ain't never did this before. And you was the lowest of the low. <laughs> Some people might, they might have done it. So they might have yeah. think that's what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. You know, but yeah, just, I just like the way the story is getting written. It's, it's, it's not going how I, how I thought it was going to go, but it's okay. Because it's not, as, I'm still here. Yeah. I get the chance to, to make another chapter. It's never going to go how you want it to go, though. That's the part that's so funny. I don't know why the fuck we playing. <laughs> they, that's that's what that's what I, I was just I forget who I was telling that to, but uh, one of my hungers I was just talking to. I say God laughs at his plans. Like mm-hmm. you just you make, you make a plan, you got <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck that shit not gonna go like that. Life be like LOL. Hold on, one yeah. second. I'll be back. But I feel like it. The struggle is necessary though, because mm-hmm. it makes the it makes the process of going getting to that next level even more even and then better. when you get to the next level you appreciate it more you do because it took you so long to get to that level that when you get there you're like <sighs> and then you know what hard work literally is fulfilling it is for me i don't know for other people if something's too easy for me i'll get bored i won't be as enthused to do it if it's too easy i literally enjoy hard work because when you do something and you know you put effort into it and you worked mm-hmm. it, you tweaked it. At the end of the day, you feel good. Exactly. Like, whoo, like when I'm t- when I have a long day at work and I'm tired as hell, I still be happy. Like, yeah. Lord, I'm so tired. Oh man, but I worked my ass off today. Yeah. I'm cool with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Feet hurting, smelly, sweat, whatever it is. Like, I like hard work. I was just up last night just on Google and trying to figure out just how to gain more. Whether it's revenue with the podcast, mm. whether it's just little tips here and there to grow the podcast, like I was just on. I, I like the creative process. Or I just like going through the process to being able to get to that level. Mm-hmm. Because I know me sitting on my ass is not going to get me there. Not you know what I'm saying? We wish it could be so exactly. easy. And you'd be like, you have not. to put in work. But I've never, yeah. I've never shied away from work though. It's nothing that I've been like. I got to do this to get here. Right. Fuck, man. Especially something do this you want to do. Besides, in high school, I did <laughs> here and there with some papers and shit. I, I, yeah, I did finesse my way. But it's like the real world hits you. Mm-hmm. It's like, bam. Motherfucker, all right, now what you going to do now? It's like you got to, you know, it's, it's like 
it's Pac-Man, or you gonna you gonna run it, you gonna you gonna run across some shit. That's, exactly, and it's gonna keep you hitting gonna you. The world don't just hit yeah, you one nah, exactly. time. That shit'll slap the. You like damn. It's like everybody hates Chris. Like leave me the fuck alone. Like it just come out you multiple, multiple, multiple times. And sometimes when you think you're on that level of I'm hit. Oh, man. <laughs> I see the, the light. Get your the ass yeah, you over <laughs> I see one. the light. This a metro, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> He's like, you know, and it, right. so, and I've been. I, I'm pretty sure you've been there. I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just was there. Like, damn, I, I'm finna couple more steps over this hill. I'm there. <laughs> and that motherfucker just slide all the way back down to nah, point you back, get to the top eight. of the hill. It's a whole nother fucking mountain in yeah, it. You like, like, oh. But I just think it, it puts that. You know, you you you. You put your that gear in, you know that 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 in, in second gear, and you. I feel like it's just life, man. At this point, that's how I view it. It's life. I don't even say shit. I'm right, like, you know exactly. What? You know what? It's this life. Is, and you look at it like, okay, let me look at what I need to learn from this. Right. And let me look at what I'm still not doing and why I'm still in the same situation. Because a lot of the times it's like focus, like legit focus. And then outside of focus, it's like hard work. But then the problem with that is that I find is you have to find something that you don't mind dedicating that much effort to. That way you'll be willing to sacrifice your time, your family, your freedom, your money, sometimes your sleep to get it accomplished. Yeah. To find something that you're passionate about is usually the biggest, the hardest part of it to me. Because you can like shit. But when you really get to doing like, no, nah, I don't really like this shit. Like, yeah, like, exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's not what I thought it was. Right. You, know, you can like shit, but to really figure out what you're going to be passionate about and what you're going to dedicate to, like, all of that time, it's one that's a little bit scary because some people are afraid of failing. That's the biggest thing. Failure is like, no! Right. <laughs> but the point they don't get is that you're supposed to fail. How else are you going to get better? Exactly. You're, you're going to keep, you're going to hit hella walls. Like, hella walls. But you have to figure out, okay, I have to be responsible and hold myself accountable for doing it. If I don't, then not, I can't keep giving myself a pass. Yeah. Because we give ourselves passes. I don't give, I always let myself off the hook. I don't know what nobody else do, but I, <laughs> I let myself. I'm like, you know what, Sade? You tried. You know, it's okay. You tried. Yeah. You know, but you have to hold yourself accountable. But if you can finally figure out what you're passionate about, then there's no limit to the amount of effort you're going to put into it. And I think some of us, we think we peaked already. Mm-hmm. Some people in our 30s feel a little lost. We think we peaked a long time ago. When really, that moment where you think you peaked, there's a lot of stuff there that you can work with. Exactly. To kind of rebuild and re- kind of focus yourself about. Yep. Don't just think like, oh, man, when I was this age, and I was doing this, and I was doing that, but now I'm in- it's called giving up. Yeah. You know, you can't really give up. You have to just refocus. And that's one kind of where I've been at, where I'm like, you know, what's one thing that I've noticed that's always been happening in my head for years? I could hear a song and play a whole movie off the song. Yeah. Lyrics. I got people. I got scripts. I got shots in the rain. I got different views and angles just off of hearing a song. Why don't I apply that? Why? Right. Because I've been making excuses. What excuses have I made? Well, writing shit by hand just is not going to work no more. <laughs> I'm not finna be. What you mean, just like writing your thoughts out? or? Well, just... not writing my thoughts out, but like 
I'm so old school. I like to like see literature. I like to like read it. Like cursive. I wish they still taught cursive in school. Like I feel like that's a great. They don't teach cursive. No they more? don't teach cursive writing in schools anymore. I literally wrote something in cursive. My daughter had no idea what it was. I said, well, I know how to hide shit from you then. Damn. They don't teach it in school. Remember how we had to practice the big A and the little A? That's all I do is write in cursive. I, I write in between cursive and like standard format. I feel like, a, a combination I feel of like both. like my print is sucks. Yeah, cursive looks pretty, you know. You like, cursive I'm like, so long, Thank you. You like, I don't even know how to print. No <laughs> exactly. I also think, too, getting back to your point, is that a lot of times we see other people's success and feel like, damn, what are they doing? What are they doing mm-hmm. that I'm not, that Comparison. I need to get to that level? And that fucks us up, too, because it's like God has a plan for everybody. Mm-hmm. Your plan wasn't like theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, and I, I've talked about this plenty of times on the podcast, yeah. but it's like people don't, we have to be in that moment of our process. Yeah. And I know a lot of times too, for me too, like, damn, I see other people's podcasts booming. I see they're getting in. Okay, what can I do to get like this? Like, no, go through your process, stick with it. Do what you're doing. Come up with ways that, you know, find ways that you you know, you might want to take a different approach to it. Mm-hmm. And you build on that. Don't try to copy or, right. you, you know, see them doing it and then feel like now you're getting all distraught and, damn, man, now you walk around this world, like I said before, like Eeyore. <laughs> damn, man, right. right. What the fuck, man? Like, no. You know what I'm saying? So, and I know for a lot of times that's happen- that happens with a lot of people, though. Get sidetracked. Yeah. Without we you know see other people's um, you know prosperity going on and you're like damn yeah. but but you know what sometimes you get sidetracked and you don't even realize you gotten sidetracked yeah like I've had a a business idea for a while I think it's really dope pretty dope mm-hmm. right my problem I'm having is there's a manufacturing piece to it that I haven't figured out yeah. But I'm assuming once I get that, like, a prototype or whatever developed for it, because it's fairly simple, once I get that together, I feel like it'll be perfect. Boom. Mm-hmm. But the way that I got sidetracked is that someone told me that someone had a similar idea. Now, it wasn't my idea. Yeah. But they said, oh, somebody else is doing this, this, this and the third. I'm like, well, damn. Well, maybe my idea isn't good enough because I thought it was. So I sat on it for, like, six months. Mm. Until I thought about it, like, well, wait a minute. What about this other part about it that you knew was genius and that you're really excited about yeah. that you haven't seen? And I'm sure people would love it. Like, why don't you put your investment back into that? Right. I got sidetracked because I lost faith in what, how good of how much effort I'll put into that. Exactly. Which is by comparison. Someone else is doing it. Oh, this person had already had this readily available and you don't have it. So it's like, well, damn, I'm not on that level. How can I compete? When at this point in the process, it's not really about the competing of it. It's about the, you have to do something that you believe in. Like, you got to be passionate about it. You do. If, and if I'm not that passionate about it, it will die. It will go away. But it's still there. So now I'm like, now that I've rekindled the idea a little bit more, I'm like, you know what? There is more I can do with it. There's so much more I can do. I just haven't talked to the right people. Exactly. You know, and, it, and then you also got to surround yourself with people who will push you push to go out there with the ideas. Definitely. They're doing That's things. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're around, around people who all think like you, you will never get anywhere. Yeah. Never get anywhere. I like when sometimes someone disagrees with me. 
because I like to figure out what the fuck are you thinking? What are your because I like to think I'm right. So if you yeah. think you're right, come on, let's do it. Like, tell me what you got. Because like you you mentioned earlier, a lot of people put their failures on other people though. Mm-hmm. What they didn't couldn't accomplish, they'll be like, oh, Shadi can't do that shit. Right. I didn't. Or you like no, it's we are two different people, two different mentalities, exactly. two different approaches. So just because it didn't work for you, don't mean that it it's not gonna work for me. So just oh, focus gosh, on shit. <laughs> yeah. Just, you gotta so much. You oh gotta, my god. So much shit. Like for like I know for myself, when you talk about passion, mm-hmm. if you're passionate about something. It's, you, when you're passionate about doing something, your passion, your purpose, you're not going to gain, you're not going to monetize off of it at first, regardless, you know? You're going to have your days where you, okay, I got to put up, put together a blueprint. I got to put together something that's going to work for me, that's going to, you know, create some revenue or whatever the case is. But you have to do it when, it, when it's your passion. You're doing it because you love to do it. Exactly. A lot of times... With your passion, you're gonna do it for free. Sometimes. Exactly. No no money. No nothing. No no nothing. You just love to do it. And that's something like with with the podcast, I love doing this shit. It's not that I don't I don't I'm not looking for be like the the like damn Marquise, why is it is it because a lot of people always be like, So you getting paid? Like, yeah, but I'm not getting paid what I would like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not at that point. Exactly. But I'm not doing it for that. Right. I'm you doing, doing it because I thoroughly enjoy exactly. doing it. Exactly. I, I feel like, like once you once you once you seek the you're money, doing it for the wrong reason. you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I really love doing this shit. I would do it for free. I, I, I don't give a fuck if I, you know. If, Hell, I'm doing it for free. Yeah. <laughs> Only I got y'all with a sweatshirt. But, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, though. Like you, you like thirty nine ninety nine. So you like. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. I love doing it, though. Yeah. Like I can tell. I love doing it. This is something that I put my I I put my soul into it. So I think that's one thing that we don't realize at first because we're just trying to seek that moment. Like and like I said, you might look at somebody else, be like, "Damn, Mm -hmm. what the fuck am I doing? What are they doing that I'm not doing? I tried that, and you'd be like." Oh, just stick to your process. Exactly. I, I, I and that's why I love to trust the process. That that whole phrase, because that's what it's about, though. Yeah. Because without the, end, the process, yeah. What? What? I, I've, I've yet to hear anyone who's been successful say that they skip the process. Can't. I've, I've yet to hear that. If the, the next, the person that tells me that, sign me up for your class. Yeah. Let me know what it is that you did because everyone I've seen, they've gone through some sort of a process or at least, or at least, even if they had that platform where they may have had money to help mm-hmm. them get started, they still had to build something. Yeah. And it, the hardest thing to do is to build something from nothing. Exactly. Starting from the ground up. That's the hardest place yeah. to start. You know. It's it, the most fulfilling. It's, it is. It is. It's yeah. the most fulfilling to be able to be like, like, first of all, like, let's say, let's say this just somehow next couple months just, you don't know what, what, which, which, um, 
which session was aired or got shared a yeah. hundred million, whatever, million times, right. whatever, you'd be like, damn, but like, I literally did all these other podcasts and this one fucking one yeah. did these many numbers and yeah. now I have people contacting me and they want to share. Like It would be like, I, I wasn't doing it for that. Right. I literally was doing it because I just like to do it. Right. And then that's the most rewarding thing because exactly. who doesn't want to get paid to do something that they enjoy doing? Exactly. I feel like I was on this earth just to talk to people because people tell me the most damnedest things about themselves. They share the most personal information sometimes. I'm like, why are you telling me this? Why? Like, right. what is it that made you share this right now? Right. Like, I've heard I'm, from medical diseases to personal family business, people I haven't met a day in my life right. who share this information with me openly. And I'm like, okay, well, I, clearly I look like an easy person to talk to. Exactly. But if I could, like, I I wanted to be a psychologist at one point. When they told me how long I had to go to school, I was like, eh, that's okay. That's got to be another way. <laughs> Tomorrow, fuck I didn't want to do that process. <laughs> it's got to be another way. But think about, like, you know, someone that, to, to hear your voice, Marquise, and then, like, it could be, I don't know, you 30 seconds on some show on a major network where you just answer a question to or give your piece of thought or whatever your piece of mind is. You're a fool for thought. Like, that is very very achievable. My yeah. biggest thing is that I feel for my my peers and the people around me, which I always tell them my biggest advice to you from what I've seen is that don't dream big enough. Yeah. You, we dream like thousandaires. Yeah. Nobody's dreaming on billionaire levels. Like, cause right. it's so inconceivable. It's so like, what? I've never even touched a million. You want me to dream about a billion, bitch? Yeah. No, slow down. It's like, I don't even got a hundred dollars in my bank account. Exactly. You know, yeah. but in reality, reality, like the bigger you dream, wherever you fall among that, you'll be okay. Yeah. You know, and, and dream outrageously because you can always fine tune it and tweak it to where you can accomplish it. Exactly. But you have to jump out there. And that's part of the process. The process has to have an end goal. Like, where do you want to be? Where, when this is all said and done and you're enjoying it, and you're filming, and you're recording, and you're editing, and you're spinning all this. What's your end process, yeah. though? Because you enjoy it, but a part of you, there are part of you would love to see this on another level. Exactly. So that level, what are we going to do to get there? Right. Dream big. Now take that and multiply it times 10. I think about that shit every day. <laughs> and, that's why I, and that's why I take the necessary steps to put myself in a position to get to that level, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not just going to sit back and be like, Fuck this shit. Right. You know? Because I know this, there's, like, the end goal. There's something bigger on the other side. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm going to get there, you know, but it's a process. I know that starting off, I'm not going to be, you know, with the top podcast or whatever the place is. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Whatever the case is. But I'm also giving myself an opportunity to, to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what it is to me. I want to, I, even if I don't essentially have a podcast later on. As long as I'm doing something that's going to give me the opportunity to do something else and create a legacy, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. for myself and my kids, that's basically, you know, that's that's what it's about. So, mm-hmm. dream big. <laughs> and dream bigger than that. And stay consistent, man. Yeah. That's what it's about. Stay consistent. Don't let other people failures dictate your... And get out your comfort zone. Sometimes your friends not gonna support you. Yeah, that comfort zone. They they they'll support you when they see you doing good. Yeah. Cause they 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 
they already have a certain expectation. Like, oh, you doing good. You don't need my support. Exactly. I know you could. Some some people. So a lot of the times, the strangers, the ones, people that don't know you, will be your your biggest supporter. Yeah. So you have to open up that that bandwidth to include everybody. Definitely. Because you don't know who, who out there everybody gonna show you the most love. That's that's definitely true. I want to get into this one of the topics we talked about be- actually before we started is mm-hmm. um, April Jones. You familiar with mm-hmm. April Jones? Uh, mm-hmm. Marion? Yeah. Baby mama. I got that, an opinion. Go ahead. Yeah, now she dating, <laughs> she dating Lil Fizz mm-hmm. now. Apparently. Or apparently they're friends. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. That's, yeah. Okay, allegedly. But <laughs> so my question to you is have you ever messed with one of your friends, man's or exes? No. It's happened to me quite a few times, believe it or not. Oh, really? But I haven't. Because to me, one, I'm really big on loyalty. Yeah. Like, re- it, I remember this one of my homeboys, he tried to call a music years ago. We all went to high school together. But because he slept with one of my friends, this is back in high school, they was never in a relationship, never. Because he slept with her, never gave him a chance. We can always be cool, but I just don't. To me, that just defies a line. To me, even if we fall out, I yeah. still don't want it because it just defies a, a line to me that I don't want to cross. So some people they might, oh man, that's old, or they don't even mean nothing. If you ask that person, they probably wouldn't care. Well, I care. I care because I care about that person's feelings, and they might have had them feelings for you at one point in time, and I just can't. I can't get you jiggy with that shit. <laughs> Like, I can't. Like, I just cannot. Right. And that situation with amongst them, it's like, it's kind of, like, April, what do you get out of it? Like, are there not any other guys that are just as interesting as Fizz that you could possibly pursue? Because you're making it messy for yourself, and it yeah. doesn't have to be. You know, sometimes I think some people are attracted to messiness. Yeah. It makes somebody more appealing. You know, because you got somebody that's probably going to fight for you, or I might get this, and they that gives them some sort of weird satisfaction to be involved in it. But then you have people generally who probably do care for each other, and they just happen to. But it just seems so weird to me because I personally am not capable of doing it. I've had an, an ex of mine who was actually my first who ended up dating my cousin. Really? And she didn't know, and I guess he didn't really know, but it's like once they put two and two together, one well, like they was going to stop. Because at this point, no, now, I didn't know, because she, when she would talk about the dude, she would use like a nickname that I never used for him. Now, mind you, this is, this is old 15 years ago at this point, yeah. you know what I'm saying, prior to seeing my ex and losing my virginity. But... It was just weird because, like, she would talk about him and, like, okay. And I'm like, okay, you and your boyfriend. Never knowing this whole time, it's my ex. Whole time. The way I caught on is because she posted a picture on social media. And it was, like, a cover photo. And she tagged him in it. I'm like, okay, I get to see who it is. And I go to the picture and I click and on it. I'm like, him. it's him. I'm like, so now I'm stuck. Do I tell her? Because, like, this is my cousin. Like, we're right. not cousins about blood, but we're cousins. And, like, do I tell her? 
or do I keep it to myself because it's so long ago? But I told her, you know, but like I said, they didn't stop dating. The only reason they stopped dating is because shit got fucked up between them. It gotcha. has absolutely nothing to do with me. But then, like I said, it wasn't the first time this had happened to me before. But that's just the line that I personally wouldn't have crossed. Right. You know, they kind of crossed the unknowns, I guess you can say. But when you when you get to know somebody, oh, where you grew up at? My cousin grew up right across the street from me. Okay. So you ain't think the ass like, oh, she's like, oh, I grew up on such and such. Oh, well, my ex? No. Like, you would think, you yeah. know, but it, it ain't happened like that for them, I guess. But I, I personally am against it. Because as a, it kind of goes against the girl code. I would think it would go against. Kinda, it does. I would, I mean, hey, some girls they ain't got no code. You know, they don't, they don't care. You know, they just out for them, what's for them, all that they want. But I don't know. I'm just, I couldn't do it personally. Yeah, when I first seen it, it was definitely a situation. I was like, damn, that shit gonna get messy. It's like this, nigga, you my homie. They was in the whole group together. I mean, they spent a lot of hours together. Yeah. On the road, practicing, hotels, all. That's a lot you, of time. You, you've, you've been That's around family. my family, pretty sure. Of course, of course. So, of course. for you to cross that boundary, that that sacred boundary, I assume, you know, I'm just going to make an assumption that it was sacred and it was delicate <laughs> for him to cross, but... You cross that, and then now that's something. <laughs> now that's someone that you dating, or you know you sleeping with, or messing with. That's that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's like then this whole time you was you was plotting. Yeah, it looked like you was plotting, and I don't like plotters. So, <laughs> so could you? Who who could you be? Who could you be mad at more in this situation? Could you be mad April? at April? Or April's the one with the vagina. I feel like you could be mad at Fizz though. April. I say she Fizz. seems like more like the pursuant to me than the pursuit. Yeah, but you my homie though. So okay. I mean, April has his children. They were intimate together. He wasn't intimate with Fizz. They have a whole nother level of supposed to be understanding between each other, whether they worked out or not. I blame April. I blame both parties now that I think about it. Fuck that. No, because my thing is this. Both of y'all are in the wrong. He, it, it, yes, he holds some sort of responsibility, but my whole thing is this. April is, is the woman. You have a certain of intellectual, emotional maturity that you're supposed to have about the situation. We know how niggas are. You know what I'm saying? You don't think she's manipulating this situation just a tad bit. But that's how we feel. We know how women are. That's what I'm saying. I know how women... I'm saying she knows how men are. So her as a woman is knowing, knowingly, in my opinion, how to certainly manipulate the situation and just a bit to probably piss Samarion off and a little bit to get what she want at the same time. Because we're good at that. We can piss this one off and still get what we want. Because... There's some amount of hurt there, clearly, because I feel like their relationship didn't work out. Yeah. And she probably doesn't want to be known as Omarion's baby mama. Or whatever the case might be. Or whatever underlying issue it is, but at face value, she has two of his children. They were together for a long time to produce these children. Then as the relationship comes to an end, we don't have it to where it is. 
Omarion is in the media with one of her friends. We don't know right. what's going on, but from what we, no one's talked about it. I'm sure she could have brought that up if that was the case. Then you're going on and on with Lil Fizz's baby mama, which is Moniece, who's already created a don't I don't take shit, you can't talk shit to me crazy type of personality. Yeah. So you're kind of creating your own drama because it seems like you're not happy with what was the income of your relationship, whether you want to take responsibility of how much you played a role in it or not. Right. But because Fizz is somebody that's one a celebrity, super close to the like, come on now. She holds responsibility in it. Because if a man if, if a man can't pursue a woman and a woman can say no, a woman can pursue a man and a man can say no. But to me, that that yeah, they both played a role, but April is gonna carry more weight on that because you have this man's children. Now you're gonna be presenting like I think she was on Instagram and she had a baby a birthday party for her son Mega and Fizz was there but Omarion wasn't. Like and you made sure to put him on camera. Like now you're now you're feeding a storyline here. You yeah. carry more weight on it because he's not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's not putting her on his lives and promoting her and going on blogs and talking about like she's feeding into that. So therefore, in my eyes, she carries more weight on the responsibility of that crossing that line. Yeah, I'm just looking at it from a man's point of view that there's been situations that, because that was, that would be the first thing we'll say. We know how women are. Sometimes mm-hmm. you could be friends, you know, I could be friends with one of my homies for a long time. I'm dating a girl. We have kids. It's a situation that she, you know, is, is trying to talk to you. You come tell me, like, bro, guess what? And your girl just tried to come up, you know, she just tried to talk to me, but mm-hmm. I want to bring it to you. Like that, that, I feel like that's a, that's one of those situations. But the fact that you didn't do that, the fact that you carried on with the conversation or carried on with whatever happened. And then now y'all see y'all, y'all talking. That's something that's like, damn. But who's to say how close, we don't know how close of a, a friendship or relationship they may have had. Because they, they were in a group. I mean, yeah, you're right. Has we don't. Forward. You know, they might not talk to each other on a daily basis, but she didn't become relevant until she appeared on this show with him. He, they were always going to be members of B2K, period. Now, had she did this prior to the show, I might have gave both of them a little bit equal amount of responsibility. But because she's feeding a storyline, she's feeding into this, you know, for attention. So you feel as if they... Okay, you said we don't know how close they were. So mm-hmm. as far as... Because they were as close as you... The example you just made, Yeah, I think they would have had that conversation. But right. it's pretty evident they didn't. Obviously, They, they couldn't yeah. have. Because did none of this come out to them that they was on tour and all kind of shit. like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. They going in the tour? Like, cause yeah. this is fucked up. So who's to say how close they were that they were going to have that conversation? You know, that's why I'm saying she has to talk to her baby daddy. Like... From from by the, the age of their children and from the timing of all this, like they, it's more likely for them to have to have conversations versus him and little Fizz having to have conversations. Right, and they're no longer in a group. Yeah, I, I get it. Ultimately, you know, if I had to put a blame on somebody, I definitely it probably would be probably both though. It's both. That's just fucked up situation. Yeah, it is. But then, you know, how much responsibility do you owe your friendship? Yeah. Like, you can't keep catering 
to a person who's not willing to cater to you. Yeah. Because you can't keep bending over back for somebody and, and trying to be supportive. Like, and then that friendship dissipates. And then it's like, oh, it's your fault. Well, no, because if you try and you're making an effort, then and then, and then they're not making the same amount of effort. And they and when they do something like that, you're like, okay, I see why you did that. Right. Because this is this is where your your mind was at anyway. So he could have possibly you know tried to have we keep those friendships going, but when something ends messy, some people get the opportunity to do what they wanted to do all alone. Yeah. Could have been one of those. I don't owe you responsibility of giving you the benefit of the doubt when this is, you just wanted the benefit anyway. There was no doubt in your mind that whenever some shit went wrong, you were going to be the beneficiary of that situation. Yeah. Simple put. And then it's like, how much, I can't hold the responsibility of Like, do what you, do you. You grown. Y'all two grown people. He could possibly look at it like that. Yeah, that's, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. I feel like I've had a former friend of mine. Because it's like, also, I, I view it as, if she did this to me, what makes you think she wouldn't do that to you? He probably don't give a fuck because he ain't finna have no kids with her. He's not trying to. This is all about convenience at this point. She want to give it up. I might take it. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe. I, don't, I haven't been watching the series. So I don't really know yeah. if they slept together or not. But from the, the preview that I saw, it seemed like they weren't sleeping together. But she wants to. Yeah. Which is, just makes her look like. Desperate. Not necessarily even desperate, but like the person who's pushing it. You know, like you, you keeping this going. You know, because. From what I've seen, like you got him in all your videos, taking pictures, all that. Like you're promoting this, yeah, because you want someone to see, whether it be the media, whether it be Omarion, you want somebody to see this. So why? There's a motive. There's a motive behind that. Just like how when sometimes some females post pictures or videos, they got this much of the dude arm, like his uh, identifying tattoo or something like, yeah, any bitch that see this gonna know that this this nigga and I'm fucking with him. It's kind of yeah. like that, where it's like, you're doing it for a reason. Like, yeah, you can genuinely like that person, you want, but it, it's always a, it's, it's always. It's gotta be fucked up though, you probably presented, Omarion probably presented his, his child, probably presented Fizz to his child, like, this uncle. Fizz. <laughs> daddy, Uncle. Now, Uncle Fizz. Uncle Daddy. You wake up. <laughs> Uncle Daddy. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up, but I just... <laughs> it's always messed up. It's all bad. Uh, the Jay-Z situation. Have you heard about that? <sighs> yes, I've been scrolling past it. I'm just like, it's always... <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? That man rich as hell. He do what the fuck he want to do at this point. A lot of people say he doing it for money. Like Jay-Z's a self-made billionaire. How else would he have been a billionaire if he didn't do shit for money? But I don't I, I just feel like I don't think this move is for money though. I don't care if it is or isn't. As long as it's not like a process to where he's he isn't hurting anything in my eyes. Yeah. He's not like making anything worse for any NFL players or for the black culture, it's not making anything worse. Whether you agree with a decision that he's made as a businessman or whatever he's done, you know, 
this this is why they tell you don't meet your heroes because they're not going to be everything that you want them to be because that's how you think that person should be. He's an individual who has run in a business, makes certain decisions, and he's made this decision to what he thinks is what he should do best. Yeah. If it fails him, he's the only person who's going to have to deal with those repercussions. So our opinions are just opinions based off what we value anyway. If you value what the name stood for, then you kind of understood what Jay-Z said in the interview. Like, I think we're past kneeling. I think it's time for us to really do something, which is... It's about action. It's about action. There's nothing wrong with that. And if this shit goes wrong, he put his business, his name on the line. A lot of people took that out of context, though. A lot of people took, like, we're passing. Like, what the fuck you mean? Like, you know, like, my thing is, Jay-Z, he's of the culture. Mm -hmm. And back to your point when you say opinions... Why why are our opinions so why should we defer to to saying calling him a coon and Jay Z has proved that he's of the culture and he's for social injustice. Trayvon gotta, Martin Exactly Khalif Sandra Browder, he just partnered with Will Smith with the, for the Emmett Till story. Mm-hmm. The Meek Mill situation, mm-hmm. you know, pushing for prison, you know, you know, prison reform, like what hasn't he done to, for him, for, you know what I'm saying, for him to prove himself as if he's not a person that would steer us in the wrong way? That's my thing. And for people, so like I, I had a, you know, me and my homie was talking about it yesterday, and he said um, he think this was a money grab. And I say, mm-hmm. a self, I'd say Jay-Z's a self-made billionaire. Mm-hmm. I say he, him being a black man and being at the seat of, the, uh, you know, having a seat at the table is going to, push for social injustice throughout the NFL, which Cap stood for in the first place. And everybody tell me about, you know, because the thing is that, you know, with Jay-Z, he talked about it on the Ape Shit song, when, you know what I'm saying? Um, NFL, you know, I don't need y'all, y'all need me type, you know, and um, kind of paraphrasing right now, but mm-hmm. um, you know, that whole thing. And I, and I, and I was telling him, I think it's him, him partnering him partnering with the NFL is more than just him being able to co-produce for the Super Bowl. You know, I know he has a lot of, you know, they they just partnered up with the, the um uh it's a I forget what is the I, I wrote it down. I'm sorry. Uh Inspire Change mm-hmm. um activism, you know, for NFL players. Um so I just think that him being a him being at the seat of the table is gonna bring impact and for the NFL and ultimately I feel like essentially he will be a owner mm-hmm. and w- and could and will sign Kaepernick. I don't you know I that's a might be a long shot. I'm just this is my opinion. It might be a long shot of him doing that, but essentially I feel like that's what he's doing it for. Right. You know I I like I. I feel like it's a chess move. It definitely is. A chess like Jay Z does everything that's ultimately is gonna be rewarding at the end of the day for you know the culture of, for our people. So I just feel like you know with all the people just no, nah, he's just you know he's for the money and he's a coon like Jay Z well, a coon. You gotta remember you don't get to be a billionaire by not making wise decisions. Yeah. So that's one thing. And you also gotta remember like the, there's such thing as false propaganda. There are people out there that have maybe 
seen this man do a move and they're like it's like there's fake profiles or fake things or people put things out in the atmosphere to get it to catch on like oh wow this person did that so they could easily be doing that too to kind of counterattack the positiveness of what he is doing to kind of cloud someone's judgment because yeah just like you know just like with the election they had like this documentary that i was watching whereas you know they were specifically targeting people that they knew that were in swing states by showing them images and news articles that were targeting why they should vote for Trump and why this is true, and they were bombarding them with it to to change their decision over. They can do that. You think they can do that with an election? You think they can't do this with just people's everyday basic perception? That's the same way why the people are like, damn, I was just thinking about buying some some Pampers. You're going to see a fucking ad sooner or later on your Facebook talking about babies. Yeah. You're like, damn, are they watching me? They, this is this is true. This is all to be found yeah. to be true. They are structured to do so. So when someone of that magnitude does something that's that major, you don't think they can create that same kind of buzz around that to kind of mm-hmm. alter someone's thinking where you might be on the fence about it or we want you to think of it this way. So therefore, if we say this and then we say that, now we have another voice to chant on against yeah. why we shouldn't be for him and why this is a negative move. So right. just thinking outside of the box of what we're just seeing, because like I said, this man signed a deal. He could he didn't even necessarily have to even go public. He could have did this, this deal in secrecy. They've yeah. done a lot of shit that we don't find out about until it's already in production. He could have did this all behind the scenes, but there's a reason for him to let him know because you want to know like, hey, I'm the same black person, same black dude that grew up in New York and Marcy Howlin's project. Now right. I'm a billionaire making. That's supposed to be motivational, right? Not sacrificial. Whereas, oh, he's a coon, and we don't, we're not taking it like this. That's a whole other mindset. Whereas, unless you saw what the deals were and what's going on and how, you don't know. You didn't sit at that table. Yeah. You can't say you can't say how the man's eating or how he feeding anybody because you're not sitting at the table and that's the mindset that that what's that that crab in a bucket mindset yeah. where this you're not gonna get anywhere if you think of it that way. Like I said, if this shit goes completely left, ain't none of y'all finna miss a dollar out of y'all bank account. Nobody, nobody. You, it's all your perception. What you decided to weigh so much weight on. This is what you want to talk about because you want to have a voice and you want to have an opinion. When really in in, in light. Do you what? What other billionaires does y'all know that's 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 came from that low of a bottom? You know, like come on, be like congratulate the man. Yeah, I just think us people going as far as saying that he's doing it for the money or he's doing and it. Calling a man a coon is an insult. Let's yeah, like like that's that, an insult. That's what I'm saying. To out of all people, Jay Z, you call him a coon. Jay Z has done so much. He's brought so much attention to these to this situation. For you to call him a coon is like absurd. Like, what are we talking exactly. about? What are we really? He's a coon. What, you know, so I say the documentaries, the prison reform, all all these different things, helping people throughout. You know, this whole social injustice is mm-hmm. like, how do you like? So you you feel like now, and then a lot of a lot of times people see him, they see the picture. And like you just say, the perception. They see him laughing with a white man. So it's like, oh, shit, this nigga Jay-Z selling what, out. Whatever caption that's on top of yeah. it. Yeah. Because you could put two the same picture, two different captions, two different opinions. That's why, like, I was hearing, um, I was on, uh, I scrolled on Instagram 
and uh, no, I was listening to the Breakfast Club and Charlemagne. He was there, mm-hmm. um, asking questions, and he said that it was only like a, a couple white people in the room. It was like Roger Goodell, maybe some more, maybe a couple more execs from the mm-hmm. NFL, and the rest was reporters. Right. So you might take that one picture with him and Goodell laughing, or and then you might. In the background, you might see a bunch of white reporters, and you feel like, "Oh, this right. nigga exactly. selling out on us." Exactly. So it's like you don't even we don't even know what happened that day. Like, why don't he deserve it? Just like let's let's just wait and see what happens instead of just making a first, you know, a, mm-hmm. irrational, you know, opinion on something that. It wasn't a deal on like um, halftime shows or something. Yeah, like that, he was. It? Yeah, he's he's gonna be a you know co-produced at the halftime shows but that's what I'm saying like musically that's gonna put more people of our culture mm-hmm. in those shows you know at the Super Bowl and, and he's boosting his money for his own shit title like now he can have maybe exclusive content yeah. you know that he's already been doing like this yeah. this is <laughs> when you don't have a business mindset yeah. and you're only thinking on the level of being a fan or thinking on the level of just average ass people like how we can be sometimes like you won't get the concept that this is he is thinking about his family he's thinking about money he's thinking about the people because like you said how many artists can he use to put on this platform that normally may not have gotten a royalty? yeah you know like how long did it take like before beyonce i'm trying to think who the other black person that was on the on the halftime show was it janet because you know she had the the titty gate so, yeah, that was so long ago. I that can't was so remember. I can't remember a, a prominent like. I, now I could be wrong because I don't really watch the Super Bowl, so I'm kind of relying on you. As I, a I can't remember the last. I don't even really watch the Super Bowl halftime show. I really don't. I mean, I know last year Travis Scott he was with Maroon Five. They they kind of they kind of did like a little matchup, yeah, but like was, a prominent like. Yeah, but them being the headliner of that exactly. Event, I'm not sure. Who was the last? I feel like they <laughs> Janet Titty came out. They're like, oh no, fuck these. <laughs> this can't happen again. And then like since that was a long time, that's yeah. a long just amount of time. So that gap in itself, he like, okay, well, this is one of the most watched platforms. Yeah. And they're they are loving our culture anyway. So why shouldn't the people whose culture is being appropriated get paid for it? Yeah. Like I said, I think it's we we just at a point where he just have to like don't judge so quick based off of what the media or what we think is going on mm-hmm. versus what we know. I mean, even that's still creating revenue and jobs, and you know, think about the little boy that's going to want like I love to play for JV or be on that team or whatever. I mean, just just think, even if it gives hope. Because hope is exactly. even bigger than any amount of money. Because hope will get you through shit, get you doing things. It makes you adventurous. It makes you try that much harder. So just to inspire that hope, like, damn, somebody like Jay-Z sat down NFL and made this a deal. Right. Even if he never gets a team or that doesn't go. Just the fact that that happened when literally 30 years ago, and mind you, some of us are just like 32, 30, just cracking 30. Yeah. 30 years ago, sometimes my head. I still think, like, 1970. Like, it's not that far back. Like, I'm 30, so, right. so I'm 30 years ago. And I think to myself, like, we was never thinking of any of this. We didn't have ringtones. We didn't have flat screens. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? We had CDs. And no, it really tapes. <laughs> we still had tapes back Set in the day. Tapes, like, yeah. You know, cassette tapes. You you can't force. It's so hard to think that far in advance because things that you never saw coming have happened. Yeah. You know, they thought in 19, the 2000, we're going to have flying cars. No, we still just driving these motherfuckers. You know, but at the same time, now we can FaceTime people that are millions of miles away. Yeah. Nobody thought that. So the moves he's making now are probably well thought out that the average mind isn't really being able to conceive right now. Like I said, I still think 30 years ago, it's 1970. I'm thinking like Michael Jackson. I'm like, no, I'm 30 years ago. Like me, I'm yeah. that, that time frame. Like it just, it's all about the perception of it. I'm like, I personally have to apply anybody who's accomplished anything that nobody thought would get accomplished from yeah. the gold Olympic athlete to, to Jay-Z being a billionaire to shit, us having black directors and black writers when people used to dress up in blackface to pretend to be us. Like, yeah. this is a long way to come. Like, we we can't keep getting our own Trust way. Trust the process. Trust the process. Can't, can't keep getting <laughs> our own way. We can't. Can't at all. Man. Got anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say it to y'all one more time. <laughs> uh, I keep giving out my handle, and um, I don't know what's going on. <sighs> so uh, I just take back my words of sliding my DMs because I'm a billionaire's cobweb. So <laughs> I'm just leave it alone. It's going one time. It's gonna be one somebody that's gonna test, I don't want that. test no. your gangster, and it's gonna be on the day you did not expect it to be. You gonna it's, don't say it. Tell you don't be putting that out in the well, universe. I got another wedding coming up. <laughs> my cousin's getting wedding. Yeah, my cousin's getting wedding. He's getting, he's getting wedding. He's getting married. Yeah. Uh, September fourteenth. That's so, right around the corner. Yeah. So I had put out the other invitation before for the other person. Don't be letting me know. <laughs> yeah, I came with you, man. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. So I put out the other invitation. Yeah, I did. You know, just, you know, because at this point, you know, I'm like, I don't put enough. I think I don't put enough thotty pictures out there. Yeah, I I do believe it's <laughs> the, we talk about perception, you know. Uh, yeah. Got to mm-hmm. be on your. Um, Can't keep putting up Bible quotes looking for a date. Who keep, man, who is killing IG right now with the. Uh, I was scrolling on IG. It's just guilty pleasure. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Alala. Alala been acting. Oh. Will. She Lala should. She usually oh. didn't be like that. But now you got to let him know. Let him know. Let him know. Milani. <laughs> I said Alani. No, I think I wrote name Milani. I was watching Power, so I think that's what it said. Yeah. I've never seen the episode of Power. Fuck out of here. I've never. Really? Never seen Power, never seen Game of Thrones. Okay, so I literally was just like you. I had never seen Game of Thrones. I'm like, you know, now that it's over, I guess I'll watch a couple of It was all right. I'm starting to bore like season What three. season is this in Power? Five. Okay. Yeah, I've never watched Power. Really? Never. So you don't get chill when you hear it. I... 
shit just go over my head. <laughs> I just start throwing the phone as far. <laughs> that come on by be fucking quiet. This the, <laughs> this the last season, right? Allegedly, but I don't know. I hope not. I mean, I like it. I literally started rewatching. You watched it since season one, or you've been you binge watched it. I haven't watched it since. So you're you're a um. I'm a long term devoted. Fan. Okay. Yes, I literally pay for the star subscription just for power and then cancel it when it's over. Then when it's over. When it's over. I, it serves no more need at this point. No. But I I mean it's more so about it's like I like I like viewing lifestyles that I would never live. Like I would never be a gangster in New York selling weight as a distro owning a club. So it's a good perception to kind of see. And then it has like you know it's I think 50 Cent's a pretty good actor, actually, yeah. for him to, I don't know if he's been professionally trained or whatever. Yeah, no, nah, 50 dope. Yeah, he's a pretty good actor. You know, they make it, pretty, you get really involved in these yeah. characters. And All his are. movies is, is dope, though. I've never had a, it's not a. Except 50. the one we had canceled. Did you see that one? I've seen that. I thought it was pretty it. good, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't see it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't 50, see uh, it. Yeah. Yes, I've never seen Power. Sorry, y'all. I uh, can't relate. I got a DVD that got like the first. Oh, shit. I probably shouldn't say that. Uh, I know somebody that got a DVD and they got the first. Incriminate yourself on the three, podcast. Three, four, like first three uh, seasons, I think. Yeah, I'm one of them people that oh, y'all talk about. You got the fire stick? Yeah, yeah. Is y'all both? Allegedly. <laughs> Well, allegedly, I heard you can watch it all the seasons. Allegedly, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you know somebody that I knows somebody that like got that. it. Yeah, you know exactly. You go watch it over there. Right, you will be alright. <laughs> but no, I, I'm one of the people that you watch Power around and you talk about Power, and I'm lost. Wow. Uh, I, you know, I'm one of the people like you talk about Power. I bring up some uh, like y'all, y'all watch Insecure. I don't watch it. Secure is dope. I I tr- I've watched a couple. Of, I couldn't. I know I couldn't really get into. What about it. the shy? Couldn't really get into. I love it. the shy. But you know I don't have cable. Yeah. You know just, if I can get it legally or illegally, <laughs> just do it like you do, power. Just. Mm 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 mm. Too many subscriptions. Too many. I got Hulu. Netflix keep going up. I don't know what the fuck they think this is. They steady going up. Before we get out of here, can I just say this about Netflix? Cause <laughs> I love Netflix, but it's, it's a. I, I've been. I've watched like the last. I've watched the movie Secret Obsession. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With the um. The ending, like all the endings to Netflix is like <laughs> whack as fuck, bro. Yeah, I hate they that shit. They build you up. Yeah. And, let you down. and a lot of some some movies on there Netflix be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> It's a, it's like it's a lot of good shit on there. It's a lot of horrible shit yeah. on there. Like, but you, you know what I learned? You have to pay attention to what they recommend your matches. You know how you just be scrolling? Like a lot of times they met. Like for prime example, Queer Eye. This right here that's on the screen. Yeah. This show is good as hell. I was crying. Queer Eye is like. It's not like the, the the TV show that you imagine. They do like a whole like lifestyle makeover for like every different individuals, mm. or they're gay, straight, white, black. Yeah. You know, um, have a disability, non disability. It's really good. It really, I was like, this, <sighs> this has got me 
For I, real? My, you know, you just keep blinking hard because the tears. Like, I was crying. Like, but pay attention to your matches. Like, they will literally match you up with something you probably really would like. I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay attention to this now. They yeah. had like a 98% match, and I watched it. And I'm already on season three. I seen the movie with Common I liked on there where he was like a. Uh, Gangsta Man? No, nah, he was oh. like, it was like a romantic movie. Oh. It was a romance movie. Okay, is it one with? Are you talking about the one with Queen Latifah? No, no. Oh, no. I know you. This is like a, it came out like last year, but I forgot the name of it. It was pretty decent, but Netflix got a lot of good shit, but they also got a lot of horrible shit. I'm not a fan of. So, yes, but if they want to pay us, we will definitely continue to say they have great shit. Yeah, you're right. We just, I'm, we just, I mean, content is 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 subjective, so you mm-hmm. know, we're just giving our opinion. But yeah, uh, you know, other than that. I have nothing else. Me neither. I am done. I'm going to let another couple weeks pass and let some more shit happen to me, y'all. And come back and tell you. <laughs> I know it only I'm takes a couple days. Yeah, I was about to say it only takes a couple hours for me. I know it some shit going to happen in a couple days. hours. I'm supposed to be going out later tonight. It might, some shit might go down today. Matter of fact, y'all follow me because I might go live and y'all want to miss this shit. Oh, you yeah. know what? Never mind because by the time this is posted, this shit done already. My bad. Yeah, I'm post- I posted on Tuesday, so. It's cool. My bad. But I appreciate you coming out, Queen. Always. You know, we, we've always um great material, good we content. Gotta start, you know, we got to do an open call cast and interview some people to come on the show. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, you know, you're always welcome to invite. Uh, it, see, that's the thing with the podcast. Like, <laughs> no, for real, because. So people ask me, and I'd be like, yeah, come on, you know, just let me know when your scheduling mm-hmm. is free. Because I'm, I'm always free on Sunday. Like, right. I, you know, so that's when I record. So that's, that's my availability. But, and then, you know, people would be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I got you. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. you don't hear from them again. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I, was, I know a lot of people are shy. They don't, they don't, they like. I hate my voice. That, or it'd be. I'm just, you gonna record me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to do that. <laughs> but, so, you know, but Destiny came through last week. It was good, man. I appreciate her for coming through. Yeah, appreciate you, Destiny. Um, yeah, man, I mean, it's whatever to me. You know, I, I am. You know, I'm gonna I'm make this enough. I'm hosting a casting call on behalf of Keys, man. It's gonna be on my Facebook, because uh, y'all don't really follow me no place else, but I'm going to be on my Facebook, and I'm going to hold a little casting call. You know, the top casting three. Call. Yeah, the top three people will be featured in a round of games where they have to perform in order to get on the show. We're going to make this interesting. But a lot, a lot of times, I have, like, of course, I want people to come on. A lot of, some, Sometimes people just like to talk. They don't really have shit to say. <laughs> I like, ain't dropping no gems. Yeah, don't <laughs> just... Don't be one. That's of why people. we gotta have a casting call, like, like, you know. Plus, my energy is at this point in my life. I'm, <laughs> you know what? I'm like, etting off the Incredibles and shit. Like, <laughs> get tired. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, man. Uh, <laughs> oh my man, god. Thanks, thanks, y'all. Thanks for tuning oh, yeah, in, yeah. man. Appreciate you for coming out, Anything. Queen. Love. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Food for Thought podcast. I appreciate y'all stopping through with your boy once again. Another week of transparency. 
and dialogue. Uh, first and foremost, you know, I would like to thank all my listeners and supporters. Always showing your boy love. Appreciate the love. Uh, I will have some more food for thought apparel soon to come. T-shirts, hoodies, crew necks, all that good stuff. So stay in tune for that. Real quick, before we get out of here, man, I want to talk about friendships and valuing friendships. There's certain people come in your life that uh, is really sacred to you as far as friendships. Uh, I want to speak on my best friend, Keith, who passed away in 2012. Uh, very close friend. After Keith passed away, I searched for a best friend and a lot of people I came across to fill that void which didn't do me any good because it wasn't organic. It wasn't authentic. It was just me trying to fill a void for my best friend that I was grieving over and I had lost that was that I loved dearly. So I say that all that to say that if you have a friend now, cherish that friend. Cherish that relationship, cherish that friendship, cherish that partnership, that life term, that lifelong partnership. Because as my mama used to always say, everybody's not your friend. And the older I got, the more I valued that saying, and the more I started to learn that how true that was. Because I came across a lot of people after Keith, and even while Keith was here, that were not my friends and a lot of times we run across people that we think that are friends because of you know just certain aspects they can you know might can benefit we can benefit from or not even not even benefit from but just certain aspects about that individual that we like without even really knowing their character. And I know for me a lot of times run across run across certain people and you know we might have the same mutual hobbies or you know the same we like the same TV shows or whatever the case is. We like the same sports team. And but you never really know that person's character you never really know the ins and outs of that certain individual to call them a true friend and of course with friendship with all friendships and relationships and all partnerships you have your ups and downs you know so a lot of times we have to go through that with that certain person to know got to hit rock bottom with that certain person to know them is this my true friend you know it's characteristics over conversation you know my homie my, my best friend Keith he had integrity he was attentive he was a loving person he was he was honest he had integrity when it came to our friendship he inspired others he was accountable empowering a great leader very dependable loyal all those characteristic traits of Keith made him 
a good friend, a great friend, actually. And I just say that to say, man, really value your friendship and really enjoy your friendships with the people that give that same energy, give that same perspective when it comes to you as far as a lifetime partnership, friendship with someone because that's something that something's it's rare nowadays and that was my friend man I, I, I love my, my boy to death man something that you know I'm just like and, and then I, I go I go through life now and I see like I go to the gym I see when I'm hooping I see guys with their friends you know and it, it just sometimes it I'd be like, damn, man, I wish I had my friend. You know, I go, I have those moments a lot. I go through those, I have those moments every day where I think about my boy. And never take, never take those very sacred friendships for granted. Cherish those, those good friendships. Cherish those people who mean a lot to you and cherish those people that would do go to jump over a mountain off a mountain for you cherish those people those people are once in a lifetime people and my homie was a once in a lifetime partner that you know I couldn't I, I, I couldn't not gonna ever get back I just want to end my podcast, man, with just saying that, man. Cherish those that come in your life and value friendships the way you do. Because it's very rare. Till next week, y'all. Love.